As a beef producer, how do you inspire consumer confidence in your beef product? This week, we talked with Michaela about beef quality assurance. We had a great conversation about the beef quality assurance program setup, the importance of putting our best foot forward as producers, and the process of becoming certified in beef quality assurance. We are back with another episode of the Kettleman U podcast, and we are excited to have Michaela join us. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Why don't we start by you just telling us a little bit about your background in agriculture and your current role with NCBA? Yeah, absolutely. So I grew up in eastern Nebraska on a small purebred Angus and Simital operation. My parents still run cows back home, so it's nice that I get to go back frequently, you know, take a break from uh, from Denver every once in a while. I went to the University of Nebraska for my undergrad in ag economics and then went on to earn my master's at Oklahoma State and international ag economics as well. So always have been involved in the cattle industry. It's always been a passion of mine. So I've definitely enjoyed my time here at NCBA. So what I do here at NCBA, I'm the associate director for the producer education team. I help coordinate, plan, and create educational opportunities for cattle producers. So some of those events could be uh, Cattlemen's College, which is at the Cattle Industry Convention every year, our Stockmanship and Stewardship Program, which are two-day regional events focused on live cattle handling and BQA training. I am on the Beef Quality Assurance Team and lead the research efforts for the National Beef Quality Audit and also help out webinars, article, you know, anything to promote and provide educational opportunities for cattle producers. So it's a, it's a pretty fun job. Absolutely. And since we have listeners who are either, I mean, I'm sure some are NCBA members and some aren't, we're not going to talk about NCBA in particular. We're going to really talk about the programs that you offer and especially beef quality assurance. So I just want everyone who's listening to know that this is, we're not going to get into a political episode today. (laughs) Yep. Um, We can just focus on a BQA funded by the beef checkoff. So, you know, that that influences all producers. So, yep, absolutely. We actually were trained in BQA in college. It's certainly not the first time I took the program, but I remember our beef class, kind of a beef practicum class we took. They had us go through beef quality assurance. I'm sure most people have heard of BQA, but can you tell us a little bit about the program, kind of when it got started and, and why it got started? Yeah, absolutely. So BQA is a nationally coordinated state implemented program that provides information to beef producers on best recommended practices. So, you know, BQA is the bridge between the good things that producers are doing and what the consumers want. So, you know, it's proof that we are raising animals with the utmost care and providing a quality, wholesome product. And it provides those guidelines that are designed to make certain that all beef consumers can take pride in what they purchase and uh, can trust and have confidence in the entire beef industry. So the efforts of BQA across the nation have been instrumental in recent successes that continue to rebuild and sustain beef demand. Through BQA programs, producers recognize the economic value of committing to quality beef production at every level. So that's just kind of a brief overview of BQA. It was developed in 1991. So it's been around for over 30 years. It was initially created to improve meat quality. So a big issue that they saw during that time were injection site lesions. However, the BQA program has evolved so 
much more over the years to include best practices around record keeping, herd health, cattle handling, worker safety. You know, those are just some examples. And all these combined can result in more profits for producers. So, you know, when better quality cows leave the farm and reach the marketplace, everyone benefits from that. So that's a little bit of the background. Yeah, 30 years is a really long time. That's before I was born. Um, (laughs) Same here. It's definitely evolved and changed a little bit. Didn't you guys just recently have an update? Yes, we did. So we go through and update our content every three years. And we work with an advisory board to do this. And the representatives on that advisory board are farmers, ranchers, veterinarians, animal welfare specialists, and industry stakeholders. So we're constantly using science-based data and research to provide the best content that we can. We're continually to put out other educational opportunities. So that could be our advanced education modules. We have a biosecurity module available now and a herd health and cattle handling one in the works. So more on that to come. Additionally, we just updated our feed yard assessment and are in the process of updating our cow-calf assessment. So always, always updating, always working on things. So Yeah, that brings me to a question. What are all of the different programs that producers can do in the BQA segment? I know you just talked about cow-calf, feeder. What are some other ones that you have in there? Absolutely. So there's several options here. So you can get involved through your BQA state coordinator. Each state or 46 states have their own BQA state coordinator. And those, a lot of the times, are housed as extension agents through universities. You can find your coordinator contact information at bqa.org, click in-person training, and then type in your state to get involved with those in-person trainings. We also have our online modules that you can do at home. Some of these modules, we have specific content catered to the cow-calf sector, stalker backgrounder sector, and feed yard. We also partner with the Dairy Farm Program and YQCA, the Youth for the Quality Care of Animals. Those programs are BQA equivalents. And we're, we're part of these programs just, just to make sure that their standards meet the BQA standards. So YQCA is constantly teaching our next generation and has tailored curriculum for all ages starting at eight. And the content advances as the child learn and grows and advances. And then more on the dairy farm program, you know, once those dairy cows have a career change, you know, they will enter that beef supply chain. So it's important for us to incorporate that sector as well. Something that's new is we are partnering with CCQA. So that is Calf Care and Quality Assurance. BQA and other partner organizations came together and recognized a gap within the calf raising sector. So we took an initiative to create content that focuses specifically on that sector. And then something that we're really focusing on right now is updating and standardizing all of our BQAT, so transportation education. We have modules designated to farmer, rancher, transporters, as well as professional drivers. You know, that's been a a really great project that we've been putting out. One of our representatives that sits on our working group for that. He is a livestock caller and owns a trucking company himself. And a quote that he said was, the truck and trailer is the moving billboard for the cattle industry. So, you know, it's just such an important part of the entire supply chain. So those are just a couple ways for folks to get involved. You know, we like to think that we have something for everyone. I think he's absolutely right on the trucking side. That is definitely something 
that I find really important. So in the feeder calf industry, you know, when we get desperate for truckers, we seem that to put anyone behind the wheel and that's just human nature, right? We got to get the cattle moved, but it really makes a difference with how they handle the cattle and what level of experience they have is really obvious when you're loading the truck, you can tell, but also I think it's really important as an industry that we pay attention to that as well. Yes, absolutely. I completely agree. When you're talking to a producer or an operation about going through BQA, what are some of the benefits that they can expect from being involved? You know, there's a lot of benefits. So we recently have done some consumer research to see what our consumers think of BQA. And something that's really been interesting is that our consumers correlate animal welfare with sustainability, which we know is such a hot topic right now. And we think that BQA is able to answer both sides, both of those questions. You know, it's able to meet the standards of, you know, raising cattle humanely with the utmost animal care as a priority. And then also, you know, that correlates straight to your consumer. You know, they view you as a sustainable operation. So the benefits are numerous. We also, like I previously mentioned, some of the content that we that we release. If you head to the website, you can see we have our national manual, which is kind of a deep dive into all of the BQA topics. And then our summarized version, which is our field guide, all of our assessments, you know, so the added benefit is that you're able to constantly learn and challenge yourself as a producer and be innovative. So you can continue or or hope to continue to be profitable in a sustainable operation. One question that I can just see people having is to like a brief overview of the modules or the lessons. So what we've been really talking about now is kind of the end result and what benefits, the different changes, all of that. So talk to me a little bit about modules or a few of the lessons that are taught in BQA. And then if you can add a little bit about why you added that and how that plays into the industry. So our modules, we have around, so we have 14 modules and they range from, so, you know, it talks about meat quality, behavior and handling, biosecurity, herd health, processing, pulling decisions, transportation, the list goes on and on, nutrition, environment, worker safety, and then emergency action planning. So, you know, these topics were chosen by our advisory board. So, you know, those experts and representatives throughout the industry, we came together and wanted it to be a cohesive learning experience. So that's why these topics were chosen. So there's a euthanasia module and it discusses how to humanely euthanize and then when to euthanize, you know, or transportation and marketing. So fitness for transport is really important. And then record keeping, you know, what to keep records of and recommended practices of what to use those records for with withdrawals, whether that's antibiotics, fertilizer. So yeah, I mean, there's numerous topics in each of these modules for sure. One thing that we do on our operation is we actually have our employees go through it. And I think that for a lot of people who are listening, if you have a hired man, even if you have day workers, it's just important for everyone to be on the same page. And also it helps accountability, right? We all get in a hurry. We all have a moment of weakness. And so it really helps if everyone is on the same page and can really work together to make sure that we're meeting these standards of BQA. Do you see a lot of operations go through as a whole group? Yes, we do see that. So we don't recognize 
an operation as BK certified. It's, it is those individual workers or the general manager. That's just for our record keeping purposes. But we see that very frequently. You know, we have some outstanding BQA coordinators that will go to a feedlot and do a training with just those employees with that manager and that owner. And some of them, they're really great about doing that. And we see a lot of value with that, with those coordinators that are willing to go out and meet on the operation, you know, because because it is such a case-by-case circumstance, you know, when it comes to cattle handling and facilities and, you know, shoot side training, you know, everyone has a different setup, runs things differently. So we, we definitely see a, a lot of value in that. We do see that pretty frequently. You talked about certification. So once you go through this class, you get a certificate. Is that correct? Yes. You get a certificate and then that certificate is good for three years. And that's just because since we're updating our content, that way, you know, folks are able to get the most updated content. So that's why we have that timeline of three years. Great. There's local BQA coordinators in, is it by state? Is it by region? How are those people located? It's by state. So each state will have their own BQA coordinator. However, those coordinators for the state of Montana, you know, it's so large. So it'd be hard for one person to, you know, constantly be on the road and doing these trainings. So these coordinators are able to do a train the trainer program. And so a state can have numerous trainers and can put on so many BQA trainings throughout the state with those in-person trainings. So it doesn't necessarily just have to be the coordinator, but a lot of the coordinators have really great programs where, where they break up their state regionally and they have trainers facilitate that way or a train the trainer program a couple of times a year where veterinarians, institution, you know, professors or other producers are able to learn that information and, and then provide it to their peers. So that's kind of a little bit of the setup as to how coordinators work day by state. Perfect. One of our listeners is interested in either renewing their BQA certification or going through it for the first time. Where is the best place for them to find information? Yep. So the best place is at bqa.org. And then you have two options. You can either click that in-person training button and then contact your state coordinator to see what the where the closest in-person training and uh, when it will be. Or you can click the online modules and take the online modules right there and either get certified or recertified. It's free. It takes about an hour and a half, two hours to go through the modules, but that's how um, a producer can uh, can get started. Perfect. And I'm going to get on my soapbox here a little bit, but we talk a lot about, you know, sharing our story on social media and there's a lot of conflict online. There's a lot of new threats in this industry that we are not aware of. We see um, people protesting at packing plants. We see drones flying over operations. This is something that everyone needs to go through and participate in because we, as the agriculture industry, we need to be a unified front on this and making sure that not only are we taking care of livestock the best we can, and we know that we do it every day, right? A lot of people in Montana are dealing with a terrible storm in the Dakotas today. People are out there all day, but we need to have some accountability so that consumers can have that faith in us and make sure that they are comfortable with our practices. And so if you're sharing online and um, you have some follows, or influence in any way, right? Whether it be the people at church that ask you or at the grocery store, I really suggest that you go through this just so as an industry, we are all on the same page and we can make sure that we are up to date with information and that we are treating all livestock the same according to these BQA standards. 
Absolutely. I uh, couldn't have said it better myself. I, I definitely echo everything that you just said. You know, it is such an important program and a good way. You know, that's something that as cattle producers, you know, we care for our livestock so deeply. This is something that we can get behind, you know, with, with that focus on animal welfare and producing a good, high quality product. Yeah, this is just a great avenue to do that. And we work really hard to, to improve it best so we can continue to serve each producer every day. Yeah. The other thing too, that I think sometimes we forget as cow-calf producers is we need to know about every segment of the industry. And so this program does a really good job of that. It, you know, talks about trucking or maybe at the feedlot backgrounding. And those are things we might not see every day. And so this program really talks about the full circle. And I think that's super important as an industry that we understand each segment and kind of what they're doing in their BQA. Uh, Absolutely. It definitely does. It goes through the entire supply chain. And, you know, the cow-calf producers that sell cow that weaning, you know, meat quality might not be at the forefront of, of their mind or, you know, maybe that end product, but that's a module here with the BQA content. So it's definitely, definitely a good reminder for sure. Perfect. Is there anything else you'd like to add about BQA or anything you guys have in the pipeline coming? So we have some really great events coming up, our stockmanship and stewardship events. They're scheduled this summer. We have three locations, uh, Blacksburg, Virginia here in May, Leavenworth, Kansas in June, and then Auburn, Alabama in August. And we work with outstanding cattle handling experts, Kurt Pate with Kurt Pate uh, Stockmanship, and then Ron Gill with Texas A&M University. Um, they come out and provide tremendous hands-on training and demonstrations. And it's also a really great chance to come out and get BQA certified. That's a great way to go to that in-person, in-depth training, uh, get to know your fellow producer in that region and become BQA certified. More information about that is at stockmanshipandstewardship.org if folks are interested. But I also did want to kind of give a little plug. We have an opportunity to provide funds for any producer educational event. So that includes the stockmanship and stewardship events, but also, for example, the BIF, Beef Improvement Federation Symposium, National Grazing Lands Council, uh, the USRSB General Assembly. So we have funds to allow producers to attend these events and through reimbursement pay for their registration and hotel. So you just have to travel in. It's called the Rancher Resilience Grant. So we're all about producer education opportunities here and To find more information on the Rancher Resilience Grant, it's under the producer tab at ncba.org. So, but it is for all industry, cattle industry events. It's a really great opportunity, a really great program to take advantage of. Big fans of Kurt Pate. He actually did a Cattle and You presentation. He came over to our feedlot and worked with my dad and they worked the bud box and worked Mm -hmm. dogs and it was really great. So we videoed it. And so I'm sure working with him is exceptional. He sees cattle in a great way. And I think what he's doing is so important for the industry. Absolutely. We really enjoy working with him here and we can't say enough good things about him and, and his demonstrations and trainings. You know, they're, they're second to none. So Perfect. Is there anything else you'd like to add? If anyone has any questions or anything, you know, we do have a customer service line and it's and all of our BQA team has access to that. That number is at, on the bqa.org website. So if anyone has any um, questions or concerns or issues, you know, forgetting your password to log in um, or questions on content, you know, don't hesitate to, to give us a call or, or shoot us an email. We're open to always open to hear 
what the producers, you know, out there in the countryside have to say so we can continue to serve them every day. Absolutely. Thank you so much for being on. This is an incredible program and I'm looking forward to seeing how many listeners go through it. Great. Thank you so much, Caroline. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Kettle Menu Podcast. Don't forget to follow and subscribe at kettlemenulive.com slash podcast so you never miss an episode. And remember, the grass is greener where you water it.